Psalm 61. Say, uh, Psalms that really speaks in the time that we're living in today, the time that we're going through faces, it really speaks to me. And uh, I got something out of it I want to share with you, uh, try to help you out tonight and help us to be what we need to be. It says, Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight, Lord. We just ask you to be with each and every one of us tonight, Lord. We may not be here together, but Lord, we be in spirit together and in heart together, Lord. We just ask you to touch people. Lift us up and encourage us, Lord. And we just pray, Lord, that you'll move this virus through. And Lord, just let us get back to what we were. And Father, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We've been told in this pandemic uh, uh, to shelter in place, to stay in place, uh, stay at home. Uh, for some, that's not easy. For some people, that's, uh, that is not easy to do, as you would think. Uh, during World War II, uh, in the country of England and France and uh, some of the other countries, uh, there was a bombing raid that would take a place and they would sound the alarm. And, uh, and when the alarm was sound, people knew that they had to get sheltered. They had to find a place that uh, was sheltered. And they had bomb, uh, uh, bomb shelters that uh, they go in and they go in during the bombing and they were not allowed to come out of that shelter until the all clear was given, until it was clear to come out. You had to stay in that shelter. Now, we're not used to that in America. We've never had to gone through that in America. The churches has not even gone through that today. Uh, this sheltering in place, uh, uh, it's so different. We're built on individual uh, uh, Liberty. We, we want our liberty because our government doesn't own everything yet, so we want to be able to control some things, and we're not used to this sheltering in place. I'm preaching tonight sheltering in the arms of God. Amen. I love that song, Sheltered in the Arms of God. But you know, I got to looking and I got to thinking about it. Uh, sheltering in place is not a f unfamiliar thing to God's people. You study the Bible throughout the Bible. There have been many times God has commanded uh, his people to shelter in place. Uh, his people to go into a place and, and he would keep them, protect them. And God's order was the shelter in place. And I got to thinking about that. Uh, uh, we, we see that uh, uh, Noah. Uh, had come to uh, built the God has given him the ark and uh, told him to build it uh, and God was going to do something special in his life and his family's life and we find that in Genesis chapter seven uh, uh, Noah uh, God said Noah come thou in and thou and thy house come into the ark. And in verse sixteen of that chapter uh, the Bible said and the Lord shut him in. So during the flood uh, that lasted 40 days and 40 nights, Noah was sheltered in place. Noah was locked up. Noah had to uh, stay where God had commanded him to stay. He could not leave. Uh, he found shelter in the ark. Another place in the Bible we find in Exodus chapter 12, uh, 
God is about to pour out his judgment on Egypt. He's gotten to the last plague, which is the death of the firstborn. God tells Moses to tell the children of Israel to raise a male lamb that is spotless and put him up 14 days. Put his blood in a bowl, take a hyssop brush and, and paint the lentils in a side post uh, with the blood. And Moses was the mouthpiece of God to the children of Israel. And then he said this, and none of you shall go out the door of his house. God had sheltered in uh, uh, that place, uh, their homes. God has commanded them to shelter in. God has told them that you cannot leave. Uh, and if you leave, the, you'll leave the sheltering arms of God. You'll leave that sheltering place of God. He commanded them until the deaf angel passed through. In, in Exodus chapter 33, Moses had been on the mountain with God fasting and praying for 40 days. God had given him the commandments, the word of God, written by the finger of God. Moses has come down. And Aaron had taken, made a golden calf. And the children of Israel was dancing and singing to this golden calf. They were worshiping this golden calf. And Moses heard this singing and dancing and he got angry. He got into the flesh and he threw the commandments of God down and broke them. Moses got discouraged and disappointed. He got distraught. And God not waiting for Moses to come to him, but God came to Moses and said, Moses, what do you need of me? What do you need of me? What can I do for you, Moses? Moses said, show me thy glory. Show me thy glory. God told Moses there is a place, by I love that, there is a place by me. And what a wonderful thought that there is a place by me. What a wonderful thought there is a place by God that you and I can get into and be sheltered. He says, uh, I'll put you on this rock. I'll put you in the cleft of this rock. Uh, I'll shelter you in this rock. I'll cover you with my hand. You're sheltered in the place. The glory of God passed by. These three events of sheltering in place that God had commanded the people to shelter in place. And I got to think about how we're going through this. We stay at home order, shelter in place order. When God picks a place, when God picks a people and God picks a time. And says, I'm about to do something awesome in your life. I'm about to do something that no one else can do. I want you to shelter in and wait on me. We need to wait on God. We're waiting on God to, to step out of the shadows and get on the center stage and do something great. 
Maybe there might be a great revival coming back. I don't know. Maybe God is getting us prepared for the return of his son. I don't know. But God is certainly telling us the shelter in. Uh, there's something about to happen. Something's going to go on. I want you to get shelter in and wait on me. He said, don't be disappointed, children. Because we're sheltered in the arms of God. No matter what we face, no matter what we're going through, we are sheltered in the arms of God. So I want to take these three events and try to elaborate on them to help you tonight, help me tonight. It really encouraged me uh, to look at these three events that uh, sheltering in place uh, is not strange for the people of God. It may be strange for us in our time, but it is not strange for the people of God. Genesis chapter 7. In Genesis chapter 7. Noah was sheltered in a boat. And as he sheltered in the boat. He sheltered in that ark. He is sheltered in the protection of God. He's Wrapped in the protection of God. You know the story. God said wickedness has come up before me. Uh, and, and he said that he repented the Lord that he would even made men. Uh, he said the imagination of their thoughts of their heart was only on evil continually. Uh, God was about, had enough of this world. God had had enough of sin. Uh, everything that was going on. Uh, and God was about ready to do something in this world. God was about ready to send the flood and get rid of the people on this world. God God was getting ready to send judgment on this world. There are those that deny that there was a flood. There are those that say that never happened. That flood could not have covered the earth. But God sent the flood. The Bible said there was a man by the name of Noah who found grace in the eyes of God. The Bible said that Noah was perfect in his generation. Noah was walked with God. Noah talked with God. And God said, I will not destroy you and your family because of, I, you have put your faith in me. And let me just say this. Uh, you and I, if we put our faith in God, you and I put our trust in God, we can believe and trust God that he will protect us in a time of need. God said, Noah, I'm going to deliver you and your family. I'm going to put them in something. I'm going to make it shelter for you. You won't have to worry. It may be storm on the outside, but it's going to be calm on the inside. It may be raging on the outside. There's going to be peace on the inside. Oh, Noah, I want you to build that ark because that is your sheltering place. We find in the Bible there's another ark. a sheltering place, a basket. We find an infinite of Moses, this baby Moses. Pharaoh was trying to do away with the firstborn. Moses' mother put him in a little ark made out of bulrush. And Moses is sheltered in that basket. Moses is sheltered in that bulrush. Moses was protected by God. There was another ark, the Levitical priesthood. An ark, a chest, 
called the Ark of the Covenant. On top of it was the mercy seat. And on top of the mercy seat was the blood. And on top of the blood was the Shenanah glory of God. God's glory was sheltering in place in that Ark of Covenant. God had gave Moses the dimension of this ark, how high to build it, how wide, how deep, uh, everything else. He said the door had to be on the side. It can only be one door. Can I say that? It can only be one door to get into the ark today. That same door is Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, the life. I am the door. There's only one door into the sheltering ark of God. The invitation was given when it was completed. Come thou in. I like that. He didn't say, Moses, y'all go in. When you feel like it, y'all just travel on inside there. If I was to, uh, you was to come to my house and uh I'm outside on the porch and uh, you want to come and have a cup of coffee anytime you want to. Come on and have a cup of coffee. And I'm outside. I'll open that door and tell you, go on in because I'm on the outside with you. But if you come to my house and knock on the door and I'm on the inside and I open that door and you say, I'd like to get a cup of coffee, I says. Come on in. The reason why he said come on in uh, and God was not on the outside. God was not hanging around. God was already on the inside of that ark waiting on Moses. Let me just say that if you and I go through that door, God's on the other side waiting for it. He says come thou in. For you are sheltered in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Because he opened the, his side on Calvary's hill and poured out his blood and shed his blood and was given, the answer was said, whosoever will. Now I'm on the inside. Now I feel like Moses. I'm on the inside with protection. I'm sheltered in the Lord. Moses and him were sheltered in that ark. I am sheltered in the Lord today. And let me just say this. If you're bought by the blood, if you walk to that door, there's only one door. There's no other way. You've got to come by him. And if you came by him, you're sheltered in the arms of God today. Amen. What a wonderful thought to be sheltered in God's arms. As we look in this world and things that's going on in this world, there are people that are frightened. There are people that are scared. And I'm saying this, uh, there are Christian people that are frightened. There are Christian people that are scared. Uh, they don't realize if they're bought by the blood, they're a child of God. They're sheltered. Worse come the worst. I'm sheltered in the arms of God. In Exodus chapter 12, Y'all know the story. The children of Israel were sheltered by the blood. Amen. Amen. Sheltered in place by the blood of the Lamb. Noah was sheltered in place by God's protection. Moses and the children of Israel sheltered in place by God's provision. God's provision came through a picture of the spotless lamb. 
that lamb without spot, blemish, sacrifice that lamb. Take the blood and dip it in the, the hyssop in the blood and, and paint the doors with the blood. Not on the windows, not on the roof, but the door. There's only one door. Not, he said paint it on the door. They painted that blood on the door. They sitting inside of the table with the lamb to eat. Uh, and there they were waiting and come back midnight. Uh, uh, the death angel coming. And God said if I see the blood, I see the blood, I will pass you by. I'm so glad that when the blood has been applied to my life, it's been painted. And when that death angel comes by, when devil comes by, he says, I see the blood. I've got to pass on by. They sheltered in place because the death angel is going to pass through. The firstborn of men, women, cattle, and beasts were going to die. The judgment of God was being pronounced on that side of the door. Those that washed in blood. On the other side, those that had lost and undone. Listen, Moses. It's going to get dark on the outside, but there's light on the inside. Moses' death and destruction's on the outside. But there's a table spread with the body of the lamb on the inside. Moses, there's weeping and wailing on the outside, but there is rejoicing and singing on the inside. Remember this, sheltered in the place under the shelter of the blood. He said, Moses, I want you to get ready. Get your coat on. Get your shoes on. Get your staff ready. Because when the, the judgment comes, uh, we're about to do something. I'm about to do something wonderful your life. When the judgment is over, we're going to get up and we're going to get out of here. We're going to leave this place. We're going to leave this place of sin and sorrow. We're going to that promised land. We're going to leave this place of destruction and, and sorrow. But we're going to a place called milk and honey flows. I'm going to get you up out of here if you're sheltered by the blood. If you're beyond that door that's been painted with the blood of lamb, I will pass by you. I will make a provision for you to get through. They were sheltered in place by the blood of the Lamb. They left Egypt and crossed Jordan and got to the land of Canaan. You say, what in the world did that got to do with us? I'm glad you asked that question. The world has mocked God. The world has denied God. They have rejected God. And the judgment of God is coming like they've never seen before. I'm glad to tell you that on a hill far away where the Son of God died on the cross of Calvary, shed his blood, that the sons of men might become the sons of God. He was not a lamb. He's not one of many lamb. He was the lamb He shed his precious blood that when God looks at me, 
I'm no longer me, but he sees his son. I've applied the blood, and I've walked through the door. Can you say you applied the blood today? Amen. Whoo, God's been too good to me. God's been too good to me. We've got this shelter-in-place order. We've got this stay-at-home order. We don't know how long it'll last. Look, at, look how many years they were sheltering in place in the wilderness. Look how many years they were sheltering in place in the land of Egypt. Mo, uh, Noah and them were sheltered in place for 40 days and 40 nights. We don't know. But we know that God's still in control. Exodus 33. Moses was sheltered in the place by God's presence. Moses was disappointed. He came off the mountain. He was disappointed in the people and how they worshiped the golden calf. They did not appreciate him being up for 40 days and 40 nights praying and fasting. They didn't appreciate him spending time in the presence of God and having God's word. Israel learned a hard lesson that day. Sometimes we don't appreciate the things that we got or what we had until we don't have it anymore. Moses walked away from Egypt. He walked away from the throne. He walked away from the treasures for the people of God. Let me take that back. Moses walked away from the Egypt. Moses walked away from the throne. Moses walked away from the tre treasures of Egypt for God. Amen. Bible said that choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Moses had been with God. He had been in the presence of God. He's been enjoying that time with God. He has the word of God. He, God wrote it with his fiery finger on these ta tables of stone. Uh, and Moses has seen God's presence and felt God's presence in his life. But he comes down off of that mountain. He hears this whooping and walling, singing and dancing. Worshiping the golden calf. And this golden calf had nothing to do with their deliverance from Egypt. Moses was a man of God, but yet he was still man. Moses was a man of faith, but yet he was still man. He got weak, he got frustrated. And disappointed, and he throws the tablets of God down on the ground and shatters them. I can see Moses walking away, so discouraged. And he's about to give up on them. He's about to give up on himself, and maybe even he's about to give up on God. I've seen people in that condition. I've been there myself. About to give up on God's people, about to give up on me, and even about to give up on God. 
But I'm so glad when we're about to give up, when we're about to get frustrated, when we get so disappointed, when we're about to just throw the towel in, God doesn't wait for us to come to him. God comes to us. God sees your need. God knows your hurts. God knows your disappointment. And God didn't wait for Moses to come to him because in the flesh, Moses might have walked away. In the flesh, Moses might have forgot about God. In the flesh, Moses might have just trampled on and got on and went on by himself. So God, seeing Moses, what he's going through, God said, Moses, what is it that I can do for you? And when God says, what is it I can do for you? You better listen. You better start spilling your guts out to God. Moses said, Lord, I've seen the worst of man. I've seen your children and how they act. I've seen what they can do and how they can fall away. God says, well, Moses, what is it that I can do for you? He said, if I've seen the worst of man, I want to see your glory. I, I want to see your glory. And God said, Moses, come up on this rock. And I can see Moses starting to think, I'm about ready to give up on God. I'm about ready to give up on people. And I'm about ready to give up on myself. But God comes to me and God's wanting to help me. Moses, there's a place beside me on this rock. I'm going to put you in this cleft of this rock. And I'm going to take my hand and I'm going to put it over you. And ain't that a good place to be? You get this picture. Moses in the cleft of the rock. If he falls back, he hitting nothing but rock. If he falls to the left, he falls to the right, he ain't hitting nothing but rock. And surely if he falls forward, he's falling into the hands of God. Moses is cured. Moses is in a sheltering place. Moses right there with God. Moses is in the presence of God, sheltering in the presence of God. God said, Moses, I'm going to pass by. I'm going to take my hand and I'm going to put it over you. But when I do that, it's going to change your life. You're not going to be the same. You're going to be something different about you. When I come by, I'm going to change your life. And let me just say this. When God comes by, when God knocks on your door, God is about to change your life. That's what he does for Moses. He says, Moses, you're not going to be the same. My glory is going to be upon you. When people look at you, they're going to know that you've been in my presence. They're going to know that you've been somewhere. And when they come over, came off that, they looked at him. They saw the sh- glory of God shining on Moses. They couldn't even look upon his face. In fact, he had to cover his face and people to even look at him. God said, Moses, I'm going to change your life. My glory is going to be all over you. Have you ever been in the presence of somebody that just been in the presence of God? And boy, you can take and you can feel it. You can know that you've been there. There's something different about them. They've been in a place that you'd love to be in. I imagine those people, when they looked at Moses, said, whoo, I'd like to be where he had been. If he's looking like that, I'd love to have been there. God has sheltered Moses in place and he passes by. 
Moses, your face is going to shine of glory of God. The goodness of God is going to be all over you. And then a glimpse of God came by. Moses came off that mountain a different man than he went up. Can I say this? You come to the altar broken, discouraged, frustrated, you're going to leave a different person. If you come down and you get a hold of God and you ask God to meet you at the altar and God will meet you at the altar, he says, I'm going to change your life. I'm going to make something different out of you. And you come down broken and frustrated and disappointed in life. You're about ready to give up. God said, meet me at the altar. When you meet me at the altar, I'm going to shelter you. I'm going to put my present on you. I'm going to put my love on you. I'm going to hide you in my hand. And when God does that, he will change your life. While we are sheltered in place, may God pass by our nation. May God pass by our churches. May God pass by our people. When you're sheltered in the arms of God, it's not a bad place to be. It's not a bad place to be. So the word of God shows us this sheltering in place, this stay-at-home order is not new. It may be you to you and I. It may be different to you and I. But in God's word, he's always had his people sheltered. He's always had his people protected. He's always made a provision for his people. And he's always been in the presence of his people. You'll be able to make it if you know this, that I'm in the arms of God. No matter what comes my way, no matter what this world throws at me, no matter what virus comes my way, I'm still in the arms of God. Hey, it might be that it takes me out, puts me in the ground, I'm still in the arms of God. It might put me in the hospital weak and undone. And I'm telling you what, they say, well, we don't know if he's going to make it or not. We don't know how far he's going to get. I'm still in the arms of God. It doesn't change that. And you and I can say this, uh, hey, this world is nothing for me. I've got the arms of God and I'm going to rest in that. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be cowardly. I've got the arms of God around me. I am still sheltered in the arms of God. God is trying to tell us, worse come to worse, I's got you. I's got you. And if we as Christians, if these are God's people really get a hold of that, if God has got me in his hand, I should not fear anything. I should not want for anything. Because God's got me. And if God has got me, I don't need anything else in this life. But God has been too good to me. I'm sheltered in his love. I'm sheltered in his arms. I'm sheltered in his presence. I'm sheltered in his provision. And I'm sheltered in his protection. How about you? Can you claim that? Amen.